Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Thank you, New Zealand, for making Polaris New Zealand's number one selling side-by-side brand. From behind the stumps to behind the mic, nothing gets past Smithy. This is Mornings with Ian Smith on SENZ. International Rugby League returns to Mount Smart Stadium on June the 25th for an epic doubleheader clash between the the Kiwi Ferns uh, and uh, the Kiwis taking on their Tongan respective opponents. Uh, League fans in this country have been starved of international footy, so this couldn't come at a better time with uh, the Warriors homecoming set for the following week as well. Uh, Kiwis coach Michael Maguire yesterday named 25-man squad with eight potential debutants, including Ronaldo Mulatalo. Dylan Brown, Panthers duo Moses Leota and Scott Sorensen, Aaron Clark and Marata Newcorder. SENZ, we're pleased to say we're bringing you live commentary of the Kiwis and the Tonga Test, so excitement levels here are very high. Michael Maguire joins us now on the line from Australia. Michael, uh, welcome. Um, some interesting new names uh, in this uh, particular squad. I guess not just uh, Tonga, but the World Cup in October in mind in, in that regard. Yeah, thanks for having me on, uh, Smithy. I really appreciate it. Um, it's exciting times for the International Rugby League uh, and obviously the Kiwis. Uh, we've got quite a, a new group coming through, which obviously from a couple of years off with the COVID situation, we've got a lot of uh, new generation coming through. So it's a, an exciting time for the, the Kiwi team. It's going to be a very physical one. We know what Tonga are going to bring, um, you know. So I guess you've got to prepare for that. So, h- how do you get? Uh, how do you re-establish that pride in the jersey? And, and bearing in mind what you know is going to hit you. Yeah, over the last sort of couple of years, we've been able to sort of keep a fairly strong connection between the boys that uh, we've had on tours over. Um, you know, probably from two or three years ago. And, you know, they, they do cross paths, a lot of the fellas, uh, when we've been playing over the years. So there is a strong connection between the blo- uh, the players. Um, but one thing that we'll do, we'll just establish that straight away once we hit camp. Uh, they all come in on Monday, and I'm really looking forward to that moment, actually, when they all come back together again, because uh, there is a strong bond between the uh, the men. And, you know, obviously from there, we then need to build into the week and have a really good, solid week of preparation, uh, bring back some of the things that we've done in the past and who we are and what the jumper represents uh, to how we want to mm-hmm. be on the park and uh, obviously represent um, their, their people. So, and, you know, they're very passionate about their country. Is this the strongest Kiwi side you've been able to assemble so far? Yeah, I, I think so, Smitty. I, look, at the depths, when I first started the role, it was sort of a number of positions. We didn't have a lot of players in certain positions, but especially over the last two or three years, the... Uh, the amount of the Kiwi boys that have started coming onto the list now, uh, it's actually really exciting 
to where the jersey can be taken. And, you know, it's the start of something special again after, obviously, the spell that we've had and uh, the strength of the, the group and the depths of each position um, makes it very competitive. So sitting down with the selectors and going through the team uh, was actually exciting to to think about, you know, we could be going with this player or that player, but, you know, how are they performing? So, um, but we're really looking at a team that's performing well and all the players that we've picked are playing well at their club level. Yeah, they are, and there's no doubt about that. But uh, there, there is an omission, and people, of course, Michael, will always look at omissions when you, you look at any side that's picked. Sean Johnson's name is not there. Have, uh, is the door closed on Sean, or have you been in contact with him with a view in mind to later in the year, perhaps? Yeah, it's still wide open. Uh, Sean and I have spoken quite a number of times, and uh, you know I've really enjoyed our relationship over the years. Uh, you know, from when we first came together with the Kiwi team, uh, he's been an integral part of you know helping develop the the, the direction of the jersey, and uh, he knows what he needs to do uh, game wise uh, to be able to get himself back into the the arena. So his focus is that. Um, but you know, also saying that we've got some really good young ones coming through. That's uh, like Dylan Brown, you know, I think uh, the way he's been playing, especially over the last two years, has really shown that he can step up into the levels now of the international footy. OK, let's uh, look at one of the terrific stories too, and I guess this was a great phone call to make to, to Marty Martin. Uh, what a comeback this has been, and, and, and with his form in the NRL now complete almost, with uh, a, a, a call-up to the Kiwis as such. Yeah, it's a really good story. I think, uh, you know, uh, when you're a young player and you've got dreams of that and aspirations of playing for your country, which Tamari had um, prior to him getting injured, I was very fortunate to take him over to Denver to a test match. And uh, he's a great character and a great person. And, you know, unfortunately, he sort of suffered uh, some injuries there that had to set him back. But he's worked hard to get himself back into, um, you know, playing at a really high level. And I think he's been a significant part of the resurgence of what's going on there at the Broncos and how he's playing with uh, the players there. And, you know, he deserves uh, the opportunity to come back into the jumper. What are we looking at in terms of a spine here? You, you've mentioned uh, Dylan Brown. Uh, you've got uh, Jerome Hughes and Brandon Smith. You've got the possibility of uh, Joey Manu potentially at fullback, Damari Martin. Uh, how excited about uh, are you about the, the pivotal spine in this side? Uh, really excited too. It's, um, you know, I think Joey Manu has definitely shown what he's capable at fullback, and uh, you will see him there at fullback um, in the spine. And uh, looking forward to him you know, doing what Joey does, and that's play at a really high level. I think every time he plays uh, fullback, you know, he's shown that he can be a world class. And you know, the more he plays there, the better he's going to get. So, look, Joey's a. You know, I think in years to come, we'll be talking about how well Joey's played for the Kiwi jersey. So, looking forward to getting the boys back together and. Um, creating really good combinations with the spine because it's an integral part of your team. And uh, the, the the blokes up front, you know, your James Fisher Harris's, your Jesse Bromwich's, the Bromwich brothers, uh, Joseph Tupp and then Moses uh, Leota. Um, what do you, what kind of uh, performance are you expecting from that pack? Are you expecting them to dominate as such? Well, we're going to have to because that's where the game really starts. It starts up the front, and you know. Tonga, as we know, are a big team, so they're going to be very physical, and we need to make sure that we're uh, we're doing the same. Um, but you know, I'm pleased with how you know the guys have been you know, performing club level to be able to come together. And you know, Jesse's always been a, a strong leader uh, in everything that he's done. And to see James Fisher Harris come on in the way he's playing is, um, you know, it's it's just gone to another level. And you know, Joey Taps as well. He's had a really good, strong, consistent year. So we've got some strong players there. That uh, and then Big Nelson comes into that, and Moses Leota. So. Yeah, I've got some good names there that um, 
you know, are coming through. And even some of the younger guys that we are bringing in, like a Griffin Neem, you know, he's a he's a name there that people are going to start to recognise over time, where he's uh, playing some great um, rugby league up there at North Queensland. So, you know, we've got a good pack and a good solid uh, group there. And uh, further down the track, you know, we've got someone like Jared Hargreaves that's uh, unfortunately out at the moment with a hamstring tear. So, you know, we've got players like that available to us. But... Uh, you were definitely going to have to match uh, the size and uh, the physicality of uh, Tonga and make sure that uh, you know we go above it. Always interesting when you bring uncapped players into any sporting side, uh, but you, when you do, you require you require and you need a lot of uh, leadership around those players uh, from a playing point of view. Who are your leaders? Who are the guys you're going to tap on the shoulder in the next uh, week or so and just say, uh, "I need you," uh, the team needs you, etc. Well, I've got quite a few of them actually. I, I, I look across the team, and you know, you've got Jesse Bromwich, who's obviously you know, well known with his leadership uh, there at Melbourne Storm. But even Joey Taps at uh, Canberra now has become a really strong leader. Uh, James Fisher Harris, another one that uh, leads the way. But someone like Jerome Hughes, I think, is um, a player that you know over the four or five years, I think he's shown a real consistency of being able to drive the Melbourne Storm team around, and you know they, they've driven that to success. And uh, he plays a massive part in, in uh, how they go about things. So, look, I've got some good, solid, strong people there that um, understand what it takes. And even someone like a Kieran Foran in, in the squad will bring a lot of experience and composure around at this level. Uh, you know, it's about the build-up and making sure that, you know, everyone's doing their role. So across the that list of players, uh, I'm pleased with uh, the leadership that we'll have. Uh, in terms of those uncapped players, when you have to whittle it down to uh, a playing squad on the day... Uh, would you imagine uh, quite a few of them will be involved or are they there just to get in there, get that, the experience of the jersey as such? Uh, you'll see the squad come out uh, next week, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a few there that are going to have their first cap jersey. Uh, so, you know, we're amongst the names there, but having the wider squad gives me a really good look at, you know, the potential touring party uh, for the World Cup and it's a good practice for us. So it's we've got one week where we can uh, hone in on our... Um, practicing our cohesion and just living together as a group because going away to a World Cup, uh, you're away for seven or eight weeks and, you know, that group is uh, the group that's in charge of, you know, bringing home the trophy. So I want to really look at how the dynamics of the group will be with the uh, the size of um, the selection that we've had. Uh, one of the interesting uh, dynamics about it too, Michael, is normally when you play at home, you have... You know, a, a pretty much a home advantage. When you play Tonga, not quite the case uh, in, in Auckland, of course, because it's almost the home game for them. But the other thing about it is because so many players have not even been on New Zealand soil for so long for, for obvious reasons. How are you going to get the home advantage into these guys against Tonga? Well, I know how passionate they are around their family and they're all going to have their families there. And I think it'll be quite easy. Uh, you know, obviously, you know the Tongans love to turn out, and you know it'll be an absolute spectacle uh, for rugby league over there at the international level. So our players, you know, they play for their their people and their families and each other. So I think it'll be quite easy to have the, the boys turned up. Uh, but we also know it's going to be a very physical game. So you know we're going to have to, as I said, you know, be very well prepared and ready to go. And um, no doubt. Uh, you know, the Tongan crowd is quite loud and we're going to have to make sure that we're communicating well. So you brace yourself for an all-out assault early on? Is, is, is that basically it or are you just going to... Would you, would you hope you, you, that your guys are just going to go just as hard back? 
oh, we definitely have to go hard back. We need to set set the tone. Obviously, it's uh, you know it's a test match, and you know every test match it comes down to moments in games, and you know there, there might be a subtle moment that uh, someone pulls off a, a try saving tackle or, or pushes a little harder to to achieve a win at that moment in time. So you know the players you know have been playing. Uh, at high levels and it's about bringing that together and you know we've got to make sure that you know that it's a really good week and the focus is about you know working hard for each other and you know it's the little things in the game that I always look for and you know for for the players to work hard for each other and we know that they're they're going to come out um, you know very physical and you know we need to make sure that we're uh, we're going after that as well. So, World Cup, uh, we've had a count-up as around 121 days away. I imagine you have as well. After this Tongan um, one-off, what what opportunities, uh, bearing in mind the busy NRL program, what opportunities will you have with your guys? Yeah, well, that is the challenge I, I, for myself is being able to get that group together. And, you know, I'm, I'll be able to get around a little bit now and, uh, you know, get to the players and have, um, you know, various group meetings. But... Whilst they're playing at their club level, they're fairly focused on that. So, you know, we'll come into our camp once the grand final's finished. Uh, we've got a leading game at Leeds uh, where the players that uh, yeah aren't playing in the semis in the grand final will be able to have a bit of a hit out. And then the guys in the semis in the grand final will meet us over there and literally the, the World Cup starts. So the lead-in time's very short, but... Um, yeah, I'll be able to get around to the players, but that's why this week is very important for us. Had a quick look at the Tongan squad, named by Christian Wolf. Have you had an opportunity? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of talent in the in the team, so yeah, we'll do our homework and be aware of how they're going to play, and obviously, uh, as I said, prepare well for them. I just had a text in from uh, someone who said, "How would you? Uh, uh, can I ask uh, Michael how you would characterise the makeup of this Kiwi team across the board? I, I would imagine in terms of." Uh, experimental as opposed to fixed units, I would be thinking. Uh, look, I think you're going to see a fair bit of the the connections of the team um, evolve, you know, through this week for myself. Personally, it's it's how they connect. And, you know, someone like Joey Marnie playing at fullback with the spine. You know, we've got Dylan, Dylan Brown for his first time coming in. So, you know, the connections is uh, the key to to all team performances. So, you know, uh, how they, they how they come together and how they mix together is uh, an important part of, you know, what makes up a team. And, you know, they're all recognising that, you know, they've probably dreamed of being able to play for the Kiwi jersey all their life is something that uh, makes the motivation very easy for the players to uh, to stay focused and get ready to go. Michael Maguire, uh, fantastic that you've uh, given us some time this morning. Uh, we're so looking forward to... The Kiwis running out, it just seems like it's been forever, mate, and as a precursor to the World Cup, which is just, what, four months away. All the best with uh, the way you're able to get the squad together. Congratulations on the naming of it and the introduction of some some really new blood. We look forward to uh, how they perform. Thank you. Yeah, same. Thank you very much. Really looking forward to getting over there and uh, seeing a, a huge support behind rugby league. You're going to see it. I think it'll be a really big crowd. Thank you, mate. Uh, thank you, and all the very best uh, for your time this morning. 10.17 here on SENZ. Uh, we'll have a panel next, uh, and uh, we'll have uh, a chance, an opportunity to, to talk about what uh, Michael Maguire has just said there is in terms of what he's looking for uh, in this initial squad anyway, uh, in this one-off game against Tonga on June 25th, uh, part of a doubleheader where the Kiwi Ferns uh, are in action as well. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91 91.